Well, hello there. It is Dr. Siobhan. I hope that you are doing well. Here I am again. So nice to meet you here. I hope that you have had a good week. Things have been fun here. We just celebrated Memorial Day and Memorial Day weekend. And I have neighbors that like to have lots of parties. When they first moved in, they were like, hey, you know, we like to have parties. And I think in my mind, I had an idea of what that might mean, but they have exceeded those expectations far and wide, meaning they have parties back to back, like Saturday, Sunday. Actually, this weekend, I think it was Sunday and Monday. And Sunday, which was Memorial Day weekend, right? Their guests were so loud when they left. It woke me up. It woke my parents up. Thank goodness it did not wake up my kids. But my mom and I had a conversation the next morning just talking about it and how disruptive it was and what we thought about them and their guests and what we thought about them and their guests and their ability to think about other people. It was not favorable. (laughs) We were cranky because we didn't sleep due to all the noise. So I thought that was an interesting story to tell because today we're going to be talking about perception and perception of other people and perception of what you think other people are thinking about you. And of course, I'm going to be coming at this from the angle of marriage, but I genuinely believe this is at play in all types of relationships all the time. And so I've titled this concept, the perception triangle. And what I mean by that is that the experience you have in your marriage is based on three perspectives, right? So a triangle has three sides. There's three things intersecting, interacting with each other that create the experience you have in your marriage. And so I'm going to break those three perspectives down and I think it's important to begin to see things this way because when you're able to have the right perspective on what's happening in the interactions with your spouse, the way that you think about it and show up and respond can be influenced when you have an awareness of what's actually off for you in terms of your thinking, in terms of your perspective, right? So I'm going to like bring you inside to what I would consider really my signature process for changing your mindset so that you can more quickly and sustainably improve your marriage. Because I don't think there's anyone else around really breaking down thought work and the perspective we have in our relationships at this level, right? It's sort of like, I spend a lot of time thinking about this and then asking myself, well, what else? Like what's underneath that? And then what's underneath 
that, right? <laughs> if you're one of my clients, you know this well because we'll sit with questions and I'll just keep asking why. Why? And I don't think many of us like to take our brains there, right? We like to just give surface answers. We like to sort of just come up with what our brain is easily able to offer. But just like working out with a trainer, right? If you're trying to build muscle, you have to push your muscles beyond what is comfortable for them. And I think about thought work and life coaching tools similarly, right? What I'm offering you and the exercises I will take you through are more in-depth and pushing your brain to think harder sometimes and more deeply than is typically comfortable and that you're actually normally doing. But that's such good news because when you take your brain and you're thinking deeper, you uncover more solutions. So as we think about this perception triangle and three different perspectives that are at play, it opens up the door to three times the solutions to dealing with how you are feeling, how you are experiencing your marriage, and how you are interacting with your spouse. So I'm so excited to share this with you. Okay, so I'm going to share with you the three parts of the triangle. First is the perception of your spouse. What do you think of your spouse? This is just one very important component of the triangle. This represents the person you think you're married to because it's your perception that is shaping what you consider real in terms of who this person is, right? So that's the first step, the first part. The second part is the perception of yourself, right? In coaching, we call this self-concept. And who are you in this relationship? What do you think of yourself, right? Both great and amazing qualities and maybe some challenging qualities, but what are you thinking about you in relationship to your spouse. And then the third part is your perception of what you think your spouse thinks of you. <laughs> I'll say that one again. The third part is your perception of what you think your spouse thinks of you. Okay? So there's what you think of your spouse, what you think of yourself, and what you think they think of you. All right. Let me just share that when you're struggling in your marriage, it's likely that in some way, all three of these things are slanted in the negative direction, right? And they're all interacting with each other and feeding into each other and compounding each other, right? So I want to just offer you from each category some of the thoughts that people come to me with that we actually work through, okay? So you can just get really clear about what this looks like for you. 
it might be a great exercise to just literally write down your own triangle and just write down all of your thoughts for each of the points, okay? So in the perception of spouse, right? This is what you think of your spouse, how you would describe this person that you were married to. A lot of times I hear things like they're stubborn and want things their way. They are insensitive. They don't communicate. They are not self-aware. They are selfish. They are inconsiderate. They are controlling or critical or they are never happy. Right? That's just a sprinkling of what that angle of this triangle looks like, right? The perception of your spouse. Now, that's not to say you don't also have positive perceptions, right? Many times when I ask my clients, it's like, oh, they're kind or they're generous and we'll get to that. But I just want to surface and sort of dig up the ones that aren't so helpful, the ones that aren't helping you love your marriage again. Like if you're thinking these things that your spouse is insensitive and selfish and controlling and critical, you're probably not loving your marriage as much as you could be. So we just got to find the dirt, dig it up so we can clean it up, okay? The second part, right, is the perception of yourself. And I've like given broad strokes of these thoughts, but most of the times I find that when people are having a hard time in their marriage, they are thinking these types of things about themselves, right? That I'm inadequate in some way, right? So if the marriage is failing, either the person shames themselves or if they're perceiving their spouse to be critical of them, then they feel inadequate. They're like, well, I must be wrong just as a human, just as a spouse, right? I must be wrong, right? So feeling inadequate in some way. Some other thoughts are, I'm not attractive enough, right? I know even for me, when I had children, and I had children later in life, like my body did a lot of things that I had to consciously and still cultivate feeling attractive to myself, right? So if you struggle with that, it's okay. Other thoughts people might think about themselves or I'm not their ideal picture of a good spouse, right? Like you just may feel like you're not meeting the mark and again, like you're failing in some way. Or you might judge certain qualities and characteristics of yourself. I'm too emotional or I'm not emotional enough, right? You might also think what I want doesn't matter. This one I see with wives a lot where, you know, they are putting their needs on the back burner, but not because no one cares about their needs, but because they have this belief that like what they want and need just doesn't matter as much as other people. So what do you think about yourself in your marriage? It's worth just pausing and jotting down a few notes. And then the third part is the perception of what you think your spouse thinks of you. Okay, so some of those thoughts might be they don't care about what I want. They don't want to spend time with me. They are embarrassed of me, right? I'm not a priority to them. They don't understand my feelings. They don't value my perspective. 
those are pretty common things. And I want you to just assess for yourself, are you thinking that way? Do you think that's really what your spouse thinks? That they don't care? That they aren't happy to be with you? That they don't enjoy spending time with you? That's heavy, right? If you're spending a lot of your time thinking that, that's heavy. And then it's influencing what you think of yourself. And then it's influencing what you think of them. And it's all swirled together to create this like massively disappointing and hard experience in the marriage, right? So what I want to offer you is when you can sort of tease out your thinking into these three different categories that, again, you just open yourself up to three times the solutions, three times the potential shifts in a better direction. So I want you to think about like, where is your triangle breaking down the most? Is it in the thoughts you think about your spouse, right? If you blame a lot and see them as the problem, that's probably a good indication that your thinking about them is off. If you feel bad about yourself a lot, that's a good indication that your thinking about yourself is off. And if you are spending a lot of time thinking about what they think of you, right? It's just a combination of the two of those. And this is actually where when I'm working with my clients, where I feel they spend a lot of time. They spend a lot of time thinking about what their spouse is thinking about them, thinking about what their spouse is thinking about the things they would do, how their spouse might respond to something. And so you can start at any one of those points. A lot of times for my female clients, the work is changing your perception of yourself, right? And then for my male clients, a lot of times it's changing how they see their wives, right? If you think she's controlling and critical, you're going to be very resistant to her. So let's look at that, right? Okay, so one of the things that will really be helpful in thinking about this and just thinking about the image of a triangle is you want to think about trying to anchor that triangle in a very firm, solid place. So you want your thinking to come to a very firm and solid place. And the way I like to teach that is through this concept of anchoring thoughts. I want you to think of an anchor, right? Think of this triangle as a little boat that wants to float out into the abyss of a lot of negative thoughts and sink eventually. And I want you to think about an anchor that pulls it back in, reins it in, and keeps it grounded. Because that's what we're doing here with our thinking, right? So anchoring thoughts are just foundational thoughts that you decide on purpose to think to bring you back to a grounded place. So here are some examples. My spouse does care. Right? You can even qualify that if, it, if you're having a hard time believing. My spouse does care sometimes. right? Or my spouse does love me. My spouse is trying. Some of the time they are trying. Right? You can also think we both want the same things. I think the best of myself 
and them. Mm, that's such a good one. That really lands well with me. And it really just reminds me so much of what this work is about, right? God tells us to love your neighbor as yourself, right? Your neighbor, your spouse. <laughs> I think we could just pull things from the Bible and like put it into our own little marriage manual, like love your spouse as yourself. But if you're not thinking highly of yourself, it's going to be really hard for you to think highly of them. So I think the best of myself and them. What if that was just your anchoring thought and you made that your goal all the time? I think it's such a beautiful thing. Another anchoring thought, what I want matters to me. Right? Does what you want actually matter to you? So many times we're upset with our spouses that it doesn't seem to matter to them, but have we built our own, you know, permission to have our desires matter? They can't do that for you if you haven't done it for yourself. And then another one is they want me to be happy. Now, your brain might be resisting that one, right? And I just want you to think about why wouldn't they want you to be happy? I've read so many marriage books and I'm at the point now, which is just such a great place to be in doing this work where literally the things I'm reading from these experts who have like decades of years ahead of me in doing this work. And it's literally the exact same things that I say. And one of the found foundational and fundamental things that so many of these books offer when we look at the gender differences between um, men and women is women want their husbands to change and that's why they're unhappy and men are unhappy because women are unhappy with them <laughs> right so when I meet with my clients I'm always telling them like he just wants you to be happy like that's what's gonna make him happy now let me put the caveat in there because you know me we don't make each other happy that's not what this is about really right but when we really think about what is standing in the way of people experiencing the marriage the way that they want for women it's oftentimes we want some adjustments to be made in our spouse so that we can feel better about being with them and the husbands want their wife to be happy with them so when you see it that way it really is a lock and key but so much of what is missed in that is really working on your thinking as the pathway to creating those shifts and creating a better dynamic between the two of you. So I want to encourage you to sit with this and really to just maybe do a triangle of like what you're thinking right now and then a triangle of what you would be thinking if your marriage was as happy as you want it to be. If you were totally in love with your marriage and totally fulfilled, what would you be thinking about your spouse? What would you be thinking about yourself? And what would you be thinking they would be thinking about you? All right. I hope this has been helpful. And I want to let you know that this type of work, these types of conversations are the exact things that I have created for you inside my new group coaching program. I know I keep alluding to it 
and giving you, you know, tidbits about it. I want you to reserve this date, July the 10th at 5 p.m. Eastern. I will be hosting a launch party. This launch party is your chance to get a front row seat to all the juicy and exciting and exquisite details of this group coaching program. I'm so excited and I'm throwing a party in honor of this gift that I am offering you, your spouse, and your marriage. So soon I will be opening registration or the RSVP to come to the launch party, but I want you to put it in your calendar now because I do not want you to miss it. You do not want to miss it. And this, probably by the time this airs, it would have already happened, but I want you to follow me on IG if you're not already doing that. I am at Siobhan Parat. So there's going to be a lot of fun things happening I am preparing for a photo shoot that's happening this weekend, but by the time this podcast airs, it would have happened already. So you'll catch some behind the scenes videos of that in preparation for the launch. So I am just so excited for sharing this with you and birthing it into the world. It's literally like, I think we have baby showers, right? This is like a program shower where I just want to release it to you and shower you with love and possibility for what is available for you in your marriage. So stay tuned for all of that. Follow me on IG, subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already, and I will meet you back here next week with another episode. All right. Bye for now.